Good evening, everyone. Thanks for coming out. We are almost done with the Awana season. We are counting down the days, yeah, and there the are very time. few left. It seems like we just started. Does it feel like we've been gone for a while, or just me? I mean, I've worked a no, couple it, Wednesdays in a row, but... It feels like we've been gone a while. Well, <laughs> because of the walk and the Easter and such, we, we have been. I know. I was looking at the announcements, and I was like, I have nothing to say about the Easter walk. What are we <laughs> going to talk about today? But thank you guys for coming out. It's a beautiful, beautiful evening. Um, we appreciate you coming so much. So tonight is a little bit of a potluck. Um, I have no idea what the topics are. And, we don't either. And they don't know what each other's topics are. This is going to be so cool. I'm a little nervous. Can I say I'm a little scared? You, you can. Is that all right? And, and I think that's justifiable. Uh, so essentially, I misread Tara's text of a couple weeks ago telling me when she would be gone, and so I thought she was gone this evening. And then I got a text from Gavin earlier that he wouldn't be here this evening, and I wasn't at that point in time sure whether or not uh, Todd was working or not. So uh, my first thought was Tom and I are going to have it to ourselves. And, and I thought well, we can just take up the whole hour, you know, arguing with each other. Yeah, when, <laughs> and, and, when, when, and Tara, when Tara and I heard that, I, I called in sick to work and she canceled the cruise. No, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so uh, Tara texted me yesterday, uh, radio show, you know, mm -hmm. topics. I'm like, well, I, I thought you weren't going to be here. And no, I'm. So That's she next again week. told they, me the They trusted next me week. with the business trip. Can you yeah. believe that? <laughs> so hopefully I return. We'll there see. There you go. And I so might get out of the house and be like, see ya, everybody. <laughs> when I discovered that I had Todd and Tom, I said, let's do this. Let's just each one of us come with a topic. And uh, we will not tell each other what it is. I said, don't prepare 15 minutes worth of stuff for your topic, but just prepare enough to get us going. And then we'll cuss and discuss from there. And those are my favorite. Like, seriously, I hate I preparing for this. I, know I you think do. So seriously, for me personally, I like the, I think that you learn more. Because it's literally like sitting down in, in off anywhere, off the cuff, just sitting yeah. down with friends talking. Instead of it being a studied up, these are the points, you know, that type of thing. I think that that's that how I've learned. It is a, a little bit. It is a little bit. I mean, Gavin's but not here. Maybe a shot of Gavin. <laughs> do, a little do you bit. learn more or do you learn more about each other? I think you. I think both. <laughs> all of both. all of yeah. the above. Yeah. I think that you it, it develops a more intimate conversation. And the, please, if something tweaks your interest, if that's the right way to say it, uh, text in. Or if you're offended, send your emails to Ben later. I was going to say, if you're offended, text Tara. <laughs> that's if, right. If comments. Uh, text Tara. <laughs> so we're going to dive in, and um, I'm going to go first. Uh, and so this is how I'm going to do it. I've got one, two, three, four topics. Huh. So, um, Tara, thought you were supposed I should to have, prepare I should one. Have asked her to pick a number. <laughs> I should have asked her no. to pick a number before no, I told her no, how many. That is one of the perks. Between one through yeah. four, pick a number. Uh, and it can be one, one or three. Four. Three. All right. The solar eclipse. That's my topic that really? I want to talk about. And and because uh, it's coming. The solar eclipse is coming. I found out yesterday, I ate with the guru of the solar eclipse for, for St. Clair, and that's Tim Davis. He's the guru. He's the guy to go to. He sits on a hill, and you climb the hill, and you talk to him about the eclipse. It, his house literally is on a hill. It too. is on a hill. It <laughs> truly is. Ironic. <laughs> so anyway, Tim tells me that, you know, they've been preparing for a year and a half now for 20 thousand people and if you don't know what i'm talking about august the 21st i believe is the date at 102 i think uh the sun will fully hide 
it will be eclipsed by the moon. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And it's the first time it's happened in 400 years? It only happens... When you first said this earlier this mm -hmm. year, I even looked it up because I was like, that Ben Kingston's full of it. And I'm like, oh, no, sure enough. St. Cla <laughs> sure Clair, Missouri is the spot. The like, spot. oh, and my I, goodness. And I've heard it happens, but it usually happens like over the oceans and ah, stuff where people can't see gotcha. it. Gotcha. So this is one of the prime viewing spots in that long... On area. land. Right. That, some, that people can actually go to. Okay. So Why? when when this... Go ahead, no. No, I you're fine. When this, this became so apparent fun. that it was going to be an opportunity, and not, and this isn't something that we're begging people to come. This is something where the people that care about solar eclipses, they come. And so the first, it, it's so much so that way that the smart people contacted our smart people here in St. Clair and said, you realize that you're going to be the focal point of the world for the solar eclipse. And they're like, huh? And so that's when we all started getting ready type thing. So the first guess was 20,000 people coming to St. Clair. It's now 40. 40,000 people. And I think Todd brought up a very good point today. If the weather's great and we're going to see a total eclipse, mm -hmm. it may be 60. I mean, who knows? Uh, and so if you've got a field... <laughs> you can rent it out to tenters. I'm, I'm hey, hey, easy. Wait till mine's full. Stop it. <laughs> I know. I want to rent out it. our house. There you the go. Hey, there I'm you telling go. you. The, so seriously, if you have watched over like the last eight months, the VRBOs for St. Clair have gone through the roof. Have it they is, really? I'm so not I even wasn't joking. the only one. It's amazing. About it. it really is crazy how supply and demand works when oh, it comes oh to my goodness. stuff like this. And what are you talking about? The, <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> renting your home. Nothing, Tom. Nothing. V VRBO is, is But a, you have to have a smartphone to be able that's to. Not that's not true. true. <laughs> that's not true. All right. So so th that let's talk about it. What what questions you got? What 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 are your thoughts? What should we do as a church? Well, that was my question. What are we as a church thinking about it? What are we going to do? Well, okay. So uh, if anything be, at all cuz it's like a going to be kind of a mass entrance and a mass exodus like a pretty yes, fast. Yes, it is. So Really, honestly, uh, and, and it's getting a little late for prep to, to just be straight up honest, but, but it's not. It's not too late. And so with that said, uh, number one, just help. Every one of us ought to have a yellow T-shirt, and that's what Tim said because that's going to be the color of staff. Every, all, every one of us ought to have a yellow T-shirt that we work at least one day where we just go to town and help in any way we can. And I'm sure when we get closer, they will train us as to how to help. If you've got uh, entrepreneurial uh, type uh, mindset, you could probably make some money that weekend, selling food, whatever the case may be. Uh, there's already been literally hundreds of different people say that they're going to sell those because you got to have glasses, kind of like the 3D glasses. you got to have glasses to see the solar eclipse. Tom and I will be on milk crates at opposite ends of town preaching hellfire and brimstone. There you go. I was going to say there street preaching. I was just going to let out. And, like, and, okay, and yes. Give me one of those squawk boxes. And yes. <laughs> I, I think that's I'm just very much. scream until I, can I can't talk anymore. Lose my voice. Well, one thing I am hoping is, is that we can uh, get some, some, what would the word be, precursor training going of uh, evangelism so that we're all confident and equipped to, to as we go to evangelize uh, because 
literally, these people are going to have two to three days of just waiting on a two and a half minute solar eclipse. Yeah. So, so, so they're going to have some time to fill. So now, a captive audience, and I mean, yeah, most. Captive so audience. most of and the they're time, they're coming here. Yeah, they're coming here. There it is. But I don't think that you know. I think the idea is is for us to go, you know, as a group to be mobilized to be able to go yep. out and speak to them, to yep. go out and talk, to yep. be able to be ready to engage. go to engage them. And and I think that you know many of you who were at church the the Sunday of Dare to Share, you heard the youth that came back from Dare to Share which is evangelism training. I mean, it's a way to share your faith with a complete stranger. Um, Two-minute story, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, they went out on the streets of St. Louis, talked to complete strangers. And I think, honestly, as much as that may terrify most people, I mean, it does me. I'm telling you right now. It it just absolutely terrifies me to think about going out into 40,000 people and and what am I going to do and how am I going to do it and what would I say and, and, and all of the different things that goes along with that. But if that sounds like something that you would even be willing to step out on that ledge, definitely, definitely. I'm telling you right now, there will be something that at least, you know, some of the people that are sitting at this table will be mobilizing units to go out and do evangelism during that time. And so uh, from there, the sky's the limit. I have, on behalf of the church and our association, personally contacted, uh, not with success, but uh, David Jeremiah and Ravi Zacharias, I did get a response from Ravi. He, he said he, he couldn't do it. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of the guy that wrote the book that we study on Sunday nights at 5.30 when we have it, uh, the unanswered book uh, by Jeremiah. Say again? Chip Ingram. No, no, the new book, Unanswered, by Jeremiah Johnston. Yeah. Because, I mean, unanswered questions, I mean, you know, you got a bunch of astrologer-type people, you know, uh, my thought is that might be a, a win. And so looking at the quote-unquote crusade approach, still looking at that, uh, obviously, I mean, out of 40,000 people, surely a couple hundred of them are going to be looking for a church to worship at. So that might be an opportunity on that Sunday morning. But also uh, I am going to talk to David about possibly having the walk one night. Wouldn't that be cool? That's awesome. 40,000 people. I mean, you some, know, they got to do something. Surely a couple thousand are going to be looking for something to do. And, and so. Only charge $10 per Only person. charge $10. <laughs> you, bet. You, bet. you said capitalism. <laughs> Entrepreneurialism. I think we could do the walk. If, we did the, if we did the walk in the park, I think that would be that cool. That would be interesting. There you go. Yeah. So um, now the that was on that got recorded. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be able to hear me say that. Saint <laughs> Clair has already got something planned for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday is uh, I can't remember. Saturday is an all-day bluegrass festival. Uh, Sunday is a uh, what's it called? A car show. Car show. Because, um, I mean, nothing is complete without a good old-fashioned car, car show. show that's right. Not on Route, Route 66. Route 66, that's right. right. So, there, there you go. Yeah. I can just see the people from California now coming to yeah. <laughs> the Ozarks listening to some bluegrass music. But uh, be praying. Be praying for wisdom, for direction, and for, for souls to be saved. Wouldn't it be cool for churches to be planted as a result? Uh, I mean, oh, and, and we're not talking about... California just we're we're talking about Beijing we're oh, talking Japan. about Japan they said that like um what uh, months ago uh, some Japanese company rented out every hotel that we had and it's already it. booked out it's awesome gone 
So if you're looking to stay at the budget lodging, <laughs> it's already booked. Yeah, I will, I will tell you right now that if you're a local and you don't like people, you should leave. You should go yeah, somewhere you else. Should you should go on schedule vacation. a vacation that week and rent your house out. It will pay for your vacation. Yeah, it certainly will. <laughs> for the next few years. Um, somebody did text in that if you want to know more, the Chamber Luncheon is on April 26th, and the speakers, I guess they're speaking about the eclipse. Cool. That's good to know. We have to make a reservation, we were just told, yep. by an unnamed yeah. member of the audience. Could they teach us that how to put Chris, our I house yes, up for rent for the weekend? Sorry, I was trying to keep you anonymous, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you speak, we're calling you out. We, we know. I found out today. I know another guy with a big farm field who's <laughs> probably going to call that up, guy and rent out his, his field. And his house. <laughs> so, uh, Kirk Cameron, uh, walkabout, asking people about the Ten Commandments, because uh, that's what Kirk does. And so she's saying that that's from uh, Christina Fogg, that that's something that we might could do. That's a very good idea. Their videos are amazing they training are. tools. They Those are. guys walk into the most hostile crowds, and I saw one, one of his main guys, I can't think of his name, this lady was half-crocked out of her mind. She was fully crocked out of her mind, just ridiculing him and writing him about the gossip, and he handled her so amazingly. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole crowd just... Probably Ray Comfort. Yeah, I believe yeah. it is. And he handled her so amazing. Like, she was just awestruck alone, and then the whole crowd was just blowed away by his yeah. apologetics. Ray, uh, Ray's the guy that walked into a convenience store and these two guys were cussing each other and they were using God's name and he said excuse me I didn't know this was a religious meeting <laughs> <laughs> and he he went right into the gospel that's I mean, fantastic he's, he's something all right I, that, I think we filled the time all right so we'll take a quick break here um, so announcements coming up um, I can't announce the Easter walk a little no. sad that's a little sad <laughs> for two um, years yeah for I know. two years so um, the Bethel homecoming though mark your calendars that's dun, going dun, dun. to be May 21st there's of course going to be a potluck hello, of course uh, following the service <laughs> but there'll also be music uh, the, the tallies, tallies will be here to join us so um, make sure you make plans to attend that um, and also Abigail Hatfield is um, going off to Egypt, I believe it is, for um, a mission trip. So we would love to help her out. And that is coming up, um, a dinner for her, April 30th, here at the church at 630. So if you wanted to come, be a part of that, support her. Um, they're going to have a meal, I understand. So and a send-off dinner, I think. Yeah. yeah. Those monies that we will raise that night are not to, they're not for her expenses. Those have already been covered. This is to put some money in her hand that if she sees a need while she's there, she can meet it. And so it'll just be an additional, if you will, mission effort. Awesome. And then also on May, Saturday, May 6th, if you don't have dinner plans, it's a Saturday night. What can you do with your whole family? Um, come out and support um, Robert Rapold's family. They're going to do a benefit. It's a Mexican dinner and auction, and that's at the Ministry Center, if I believe. Um, over between St. Clair and Union, it's $10 for adults and $3 for children. So just come on out, um, help support their family in this time. So those are our announcements. So that brings us to I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You guys got one? Oh, Cheer I'm just tied. saying I'm day one of no caffeine. I'm going caffeine free <gasps> for a month. I know. Wow. And I had to take ibuprofen. I had to take a nap. I was a mess. I came home from work and I was like, Stay Mom is me. not okay, kids. I, I, do not want to, I don't want to catch that. <laughs> what are the benefits of that? Uh, if you go, what is. To say, I've been caffeine free for a month. For one month. 
Well, boy, it's a long story. I know, it's a long story. Fantastic. Man, well, we're driving to Texas in May, one month from today, and I was like, we're going to drive through the night. And I told my husband, Texas is a long trip to drive through the night. 15 hours. Yeah. Depending on where you're going. Yeah, we're going to the tail end, very bottom. Ah. And, uh, so you want to lose your tolerance. So I drink coffee. <laughs> I don't have any tolerance. <laughs> I'm going to put myself in an arrhythmia on the way. I'm going to have, I'm going to be so caffeinated driving that car through the night. I feel great. How I do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I've only got three tickets, but we're fine. It's fine. I budgeted. It was in the budget. <laughs> Are these the lawyer to take the points off in the budget <laughs> no. too? All right. Well, I'll just take it. So yeah. That's good. Caffeine. If you don't, I don't know. I, I think don't know the if crowd went on a no caffeine budget too because that was funnier than that and none of them laughed i know that you know just don't I, i'm not sure it's worth it okay is johnny on a caffeine free he says he is oh, you don't that, but you he's, him. he's at the firehouse so it's hard ah, to say what he's really drinking seems pretty calm leaded then. or unleaded oh, we'll you. see is he at a firehouse it, it, yeah it's, i know they don't make unleaded coffee at <laughs> our house. It's not worth the we ridicule. We switched out. All, we put the, the one guy that had to have caffeine-free free. coffee. No. Got him off your shift? We just, no, we just dumped <laughs> his coffee out and put caffeine and coffee in it. <laughs> no, we don't have unleaded no. coffee. Two o'clock in the morning, you got to have some caffeine. I know. Hey. Sorry. No, no, I love it. I love it. You got an I'm just saying, Tom? Well, I, I thought it'd be later. It was going to be one of my topics I didn't use. Oh. So, but... I guess I'm just going to, I wish I was sponsored by Six Flags, because that's going to be, and I'm just saying again, working for Six Flags is awesome. Yeah. Because today we were riding the fireball, and I was yelling at everybody, <laughs> we're getting paid, and they're all, <laughs> they're all like, shut that's up, awesome. you're way too happy. I'm like, we're riding roller coasters, getting paid. <laughs> getting paid for it. I'm getting paid. What's, what functional position is that? Hey, hey it's quality awesome. control. Quality control, that's I right. like that. Was that, is that a, is that a Steve, that ride, Tom? Steve <laughs> Reed? I better do it again <laughs> i don't know okay i love yeah. it yeah it's I'm, awesome it was you got one todd mine is i it's it's getting to the point now and i there are a couple guys will string me up in here for saying this but i've gotten to the point where i don't think that i will ever have to kill another animal again as long as i can take someone else i have had two of the best hunts of my life with two family members and neither one of them killed anything but for me it was the one of the two of the most enjoyable experiences that i've had it is just I, I think I've finally gotten to the point where I understand why my grandpa invested so much time in, in the, the grandkids. And so I'm just saying it, it's, it's neat to get out in the woods with other people and, and bless them with the talents that God's given you to be able to help call when they can. So Amen. it's been a fun week for me. That's good stuff. Are you saying you're ready for grandchildren? Easy. Okay. Just kind wondering. Of sounded like it. It did a little bit. Well, so, Let me go so get you a cup of coffee. Mine's not near <laughs> as good or funny as any of y'all's, but uh, I've, I've been kind of impressed with some of the news lately. I'm just saying Al-Qaeda and ISIS coming together is a good sign that we are being successful in our approach to eradicate them uh, because I, they're on the run. Yeah. And and so they're having to team together. Well, you, that's not good. You I'm drop a bomb to, like that, you heck yeah, yeah you on the run. Bombs. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so. All right. All so, right. Tom, so, Tom, topic number two. Wrap to bat. Okay. <clears throat> so, since I wanted to, I, I wrote down four topics. <laughs> Do I get that the only one? And I quickly can read them, and then I'd like you guys to say which one you like or if you don't like All any right. of them. Okay. So, the first one. These are things I pondered what I might want to talk about. 
Sometimes I feel guilty tithing because I have a nearly non-existent relationship with my mother and father. In essence, am I not honoring them by having such a tumultuous relationship? Because you're supposed to be, you know, I mean, when you bring your offers, your tithing oh. offerings to God, you shouldn't, you know, have quarrels with your brother and, yeah. and this and that. So sometimes I have guilt that, man, am I not trying hard enough to have a relationship with them? So that's my first one. Second okay. one, am I a bad Christian? When I heard that Aaron Hernandez of the Patriots hung himself today, the convicted murderer, and my first words were, well, he saved some taxpayers some money. Oh, boy. That's honesty, but <laughs> I feel sorry for the loss, but does that make me a bad person? That, uh, you know, so that was my second comment. I think we really need to discuss all these because I'm like, yes, what is the answer okay. to that? Okay, so third, I, this I wanted you guys to choose. Okay, so third. Is I'm, it hoping, o- I'm hoping that his topics take up the whole 15 minutes <laughs> and we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> we won't have to discuss any okay. of them. The third Go one, it. is it okay to have forgiven somebody and still not really like them? Like, you know, mm. you forgive them of a wrong. But I would rather Bam. just avoid Ooh, that. I like that one. Let's if go. If we don't Let's talk go. about that one tonight, that one needs to be discussed later. Yeah. I, I believe you need to hire a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you need to set up an appointment you in the office afterwards. bro. <laughs> this is only a one-hour show, Tom. <laughs> and you only have 15 minutes of yeah, okay. it. Okay, okay, so I won't go to the last one. Yeah, do, do the last one. No, no wanna, I'll just write down a quote. No, I want to hear it. No, I won't. I, we lost bread. No, now you got me on, on like a, Okay, I'm, I'm I just dying. wrote down a quote earlier, and I said, can you be amazingly open-minded but with a solid opinion? Absolutely. Absolutely. Was that your fourth? Well, if we can't, well, I mean, you no, gotta let I, me read. Then I'm let me read it. Putting, no, let me read it. To the fourth. <laughs> oh, so we'll just terrible. go with the first three. That's All like right. So, so, so the what was the the one about the uh, the, yeah. the one everybody bit on there? Let's the, do the, the, next the third one. Last one. Forgiveness. The third one. Is it okay to forgive somebody, but after you've forgiven them, you just don't like that part. You just want to stay away from them. Okay. So I'm gonna channel my best, Gavin Hooks, because he's big on forgiveness. Yeah. PowerPoint bitterness and such you haven't forgiven them if you haven't restored them back to the same place of fellowship that they had before the offense and see and this is one of those places that and we may have a counseling session after we get done but ben and i agree to disagree on sure because i don't i don't necessarily subscribe to that mentality because and the reason i don't is for something uh divorce and and tara you know you've shared your testimony here uh and so you can say that and so i i would fair to say that you have uh, most definitely in our conversations, you know, together that I, I feel confident in saying that you have done the job of forgiveness that you need to do in the situation that you've been placed in. From what I've heard, I, yeah. I really and do it, believe it has been a lot of time sure. and a lot of work. Absolutely. But yes, Absolutely. that you're, so, you're safe so would, in assuming would that. Would you say, would you say with what was just said that you have the same relationship that you had before the offense? No. That, and, and so Mike had an apple and an orange. Really? Yep. Yeah. So what? What I'm getting at is, uh, because what what Tom is saying, I I think, is is that he's he's asking about, do I have to like them? And the answer is no. You have to love them. Well, absolutely. Right. And I think that we. Right. Yeah. And 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 so, uh, do, do I do I believe that a person who has gone through the horror of divorce or some man has killed their child and things of that nature, 
do I believe that they got to have barbecues together? No. Okay. And no. See, let's, now let's that's pause, a different thing. Yeah. Go, yeah. Let's go with, with, with your, what you said earlier, your, your relationship with your mom and dad, because I share a similar situation sure. with that. Sure. So with that circumstance, you know, I, I have personally, I feel like I have, for, have forgiven the offenses that are there, but we do not have a barbecue, right. you know, Sunday afternoon right. barbecue relationship. And, and it's probably not depending on what your, you know, what your evaluation of the situation is. It, it may not even be according to, some people would say, well, it's not enough of a relationship. Well, right. for, for me and the situation that I'm in, according <clears throat> to the way that I interpret where I need to be at, it is. So would, what, what's your opinion on that? Would you say that that is or is not acceptable? Or I, is it a personal thing? I, I, th I think that, um, you know, e each situation is going to be, what you have peace with, if, if you understand the word of God, if, if you have peace with it, peace arbitrates God's will. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I have people that when I see them, I want to go the other way. Sure. I do. But I'm like, Tom, I'm not 100% sure that's right. Yeah. You know, um, and, and so you, you have to take each situation to, to the word and, and to the Lord and, and do what he tells you to do. Right. You know. And uh, do you, so let me ask you, Tom, for me, it's a struggle of that whole honor your father and mother thing. I mean, that, that's hard for me because sure. I have, you know, I have a, a conflict with my mother that, you know, there, there were some, <clears throat> some things that were done that one could say, you know, almost on the line and nothing, you know, you, you, you can let your mind run wild and it was sure. nothing to the extreme, but almost to a mentally abusive uh, relationship. So with that being said, you know, I, I, I try to consider, you know, where is that line at of honoring that person that I, I would, I would go out of my way. If she called me and said, I, I need help. I'm, 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 I'm in a, in a bad situation. I would do anything for her. I would do anything for her. I'm thankful. And I've said, I think I've said it here before that, you know, that, the relate that strained relationship made me who I am. It, right. it gave me a skill set that is invaluable. And so, you know, I, I but we don't have the same relationship no. as ben, as Ben and his mom have. And so, right. you know, on the same scale, it's different. So, <clears throat> so I guess my that? question is, is what what's the context? Well, the thing is, I didn't put those two together because those were two separate topics. The yeah. person that wronged me was a friend. Yeah. And I forgave them, but it's like okay, we're gonna stay away. But so the thing is also with my parents, maybe I haven't forgiven them. So that's almost two. So I'm breaking my ties and offerings to the church, and I haven't forgiven my parents because I don't have much to do with them. I know that goes a lot deeper than a 15-minute segment, but uh, that's food for thought. Yeah. I, I, I think that, um, again, the, the key is peace. Uh, I, I know your heart, Tom. You, you, you love your mother and dad, and, oh, yeah. and you, you ultimately want them to to be right with the Lord and, and such. and Because we can't control the other person. We can only control That's ourselves. Exactly, yeah. right. and, and I know both of you, but, but both of you will do exactly what Todd said. You, you would do anything for that person if they needed you to or, or asked you to. Because the issue is not on your side. The issue right. is on the other side. Right. And so uh, I... And I, and I think that Gavin and I have discussed this, and we, you know, I think anything that would open you up to future harm, especially, you know, if it was a situation where you have been in a, a very close, I mean, and Tom, I have friends that we were in 
you know, very close relationships, and the thing that they did was harmful to my family. I mean, it was it was literally, oh, I mean, not not only financially but right. emotionally. And so, s- setting yourself up to open up the door to having future, if that person hasn't changed, but but I have, you know, and I'll, I'll just use myself. I, I've I've chosen a different way of life than what I was when I was friends with that person, and so they haven't changed, but I have, and so I think that. Saying and one of my go-to um, examples, I, I preached a sermon one time, and I said that you know the Lord may call me to a prison ministry that ministers to pedophiles. He he may do that, but with my two children living in the house, I have very strong confidence that He's probably not going to call me to move one of them into my basement. Right. So, with that being the line and the balance of where. You know, I, I, have a, I have a responsibility as a Christian to love and to share the gospel, but I don't have to open a door to expose those that I love to harm and, and you know, in that, in that situation. Well, and, I, and I'll tell you how that, that message transpired. After we had a deal, business deal between friends go bad, and it got nasty for a short period of time. And I harbored on and harbored on. It just kept me better and better and better. And I was going through my phone one day, and I saw this person's phone number. And this was like a year or so later. And uh, we were in financial hardship. These people owed us the tune of about 18 grand. It was a bad deal. Wasn't going to get a penny. So I, I was done with it. I, and I, uh, I texted the guy and I said, hey, uh, my faith in Jesus Christ wants me to ask you and allows me to ask your forgiveness if I've wronged you in any way in this situation. And if you have any guilt in this situation, I want you to know I forgive you. That was it. The tech, next tech, bling, who is this? I was like, oh, okay. I said, Tom. Next, bling, Tom who? I said, how many people, they Tom, have you stole $18,000 from? <laughs> <laughs> so the next text was, bling. I'm sorry, too. I just wish we could be friends. And I said, I don't think that can ever happen, but we have mutual forgiveness. Yeah. And uh, so when we run into each other in Walmart and stuff, you can pass. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And... You know, so we, we ran into the wife of this couple the other day, and she asked, how you doing? And Lindsay's like, ah, have a good day. You know, and I felt the same way. Sure, and it was like, sure. man, are we not, should I have embraced her? I don't want to, you know. So, and that's what my struggle was, yeah. that there's forgiven, there's peace between us, but I just assumed. Well, so I think the ultimate question is, how do you want Jesus to respond to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is... <laughs> How's that for profit? Man, I hate it when he does that. Why do we he have always to have the comes with the trump here? card, right? Yeah. Be- because every one of us yeah. have deeply offended Jesus. Right. To the point that he had to die for us. Yeah. And, and we want him to forgive us and put us right back into that same, you know. And, and so what we're talking about is beyond us. Right. Yeah. It, it is beyond us. Yeah. We just have to be willing to let God work it in us. Yeah, and that was what I was going to say was I, I really honestly, and going through the people in my mind, I mean, I think we can all make a list. I don't oh think that that's a, an unreasonable hey, thing. If, if you're being real with yourself, or if you're just being real, you know, I can make a list of those people. And then now I think in the position being in ministry and being as connected as we are to church, I guess it comes to how would I feel if they were sitting across the aisle? Right. Would I, would I just be okay with the fact and happy that, well, wow. <laughs> I'd like to comment on that. Tell us when we're done. I, that's a personal thing with me is I don't care if me and you hate each other. Yeah. When we walk through those doors. Yeah. 
level playing. And that and that's what I'm saying is is I I at one time I struggled with that and I don't know at that point that I was that I really had the forgiveness that I thought that I had given. Right. And right. so Amen. it took years of working through that to say, you know what? I just don't care. There, there's not a single feeling in me that's worth that person not receiving Christ or not receiving the spiritual food that they need on a week-in, week-out basis. And if it means, it, it goes back to the whole Aaron Click thing. It, you know, if, if Jesus Christ could die on a cross for me in the, in the most horrible, vicious way possible, the least thing that I can do to show that same type of forgiveness Amen. is sit in the same church pew that that person that I despise is sitting in. And, and, and hopefully get okay and not despise and I, them. Amen. And so to piggyback off that real quick, because this seems to be a theme in my life right now because it came up just the other day and then it came up again in a discussion, and that is is that picking up other people's offense, mm-hmm. the people that you love. So, so if uh, somebody offends Lindsay, if you're not careful, you're going to pick up that offense. Oh, yeah. That okay? is difficult. It is difficult. Well, there's no grace for that for you because the person didn't offend you. They offended Lindsay. And it's not God's will for us to pick up our loved one's offenses. So what we have to do is keep our hands off that and pray for the person that was offended. Uh, Otherwise, we're picking up something that there's no grace for. The only thing you can do for an offense that you've picked up is to confess that you picked it up and ask God to forgive you. And that's the grace, if you will. And so I was talking to Benjamin about that a couple weeks ago because to me, that's especially in the family dynamic. So your kid gets yelled at in, mm. in you know, peewee, yeah. peewee ball. Yeah. Guess what? Mom's mad as all get out at the coach, you know, I type thing. I can kind of relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than most. And so, uh, but, but there's just no grace for that. There's no grace for that. There's grace for your kid, and, and God will help that kid. And don't get me wrong, you can help your child through that, so on and so forth. Um, but... Uh, so Benjamin kind of was soaking all that in, and he's like, man, Dad, I can see that. And, and I said, so just think about it. God forbid that if the church just up and fired me next week, right? you would struggle with that. Sure. And then he said, are, are they going to, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> no! Well, and I think, no, honestly, <laughs> husbands and wives, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It, it is, is so, Work. so hard. Yeah. To, to, to do that work can cause it, and then, you know, you want to pick up something that you don't know both sides, um, as well as, I mean, ch- church relationships, it's easy for somebody to get toes stepped on, and then all of a sudden their sides formed, and it, it is, it's huge, that is a big, that's a big deal, so. We're, Good topic, we, Tom. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I've about ready to dive down another rabbit hole. I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> Is it something that we could use in the future? Absolutely. Yeah. Something that was just said already. Takes it to, to Tara. Submit it. <laughs> yeah, Takes it to Tara. And if we don't get it in the sh- few short sessions that we have left this year, well... September will be here before you know yeah, it. Yeah, that no. is the truth. After the eclipse. Hey, if hey somebody's got to... There's got to be a prophecy out there that the eclipse will be the end of the world. So we may not be here. Somebody, has if anybody, not, let's get it started. Yeah, there you go. The rumor mill is that... <laughs> let's, that what, we sell some books. What, what day is it, anyway? Is it August it what? 21st? August 21st. August 21st. August 21st. That's Gavin can write a book by then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll have three done by... <laughs> he's probably got two in the wings just waiting. Oh, shoot. All right. So, um, are we doing another... Yeah, would you rather? I've got yeah. a few good ones here. Fantastic. Uh, let, me, let me pull it up here. These are my right. favorite. I like these. Okay, so, and these are, these are really good. If I do say so myself, would you rather starve to death while having to watch your kid's TV show that you hate 
or be drugged to death by a tortoise. Whoa, 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 whoa. slow down. Come again. Would you rather starve to death while having to watch your kids' TV show that you hate, like Pokemon or something like that, or be drugged to death by a tortoise? Because hmm. <laughs> I've been, uh, my kids have been at home quite a bit, you know, because of, t- what's it called, spring you break? you said I need counseling. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> you have no idea, Tom. You have no idea. Which would it be, kids' TV show or tortoise? The tortoise, because you get to enjoy nature. Fresh <laughs> you yeah. got a lot of time to think about You're going to die of infection, because yeah. you're not going to die of yeah. blunt trauma. I have right. never seen Paw Patrol, but I'm quite certain that hey, if I did watch it, it would probably kill me. So. Apocalypse now. I'm going to say... Yes! Uh, I love our sound guy. Brad, you are awesome. <laughs> he is the best. It says up there that the world is predicted to end in 2017 thanks Christian to the solar eclipse. Group. Yes! Christians a, predicted that. That's, a, that's a pretty broad term in it these days. <laughs> For sure. I would be okay if just the UK right. went away. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Oh, boy. So um, did you choose? I picked the cartoon because okay. I don't. I just envision ticks and I just. <laughs> Todd? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a drug to death. Yeah, yeah the, me, the, me the turtle. All right. So this is a shout out to uh, Josh, uh, who is in Alaska. Uh, Josh Harilka, so you're living in Alaska. Would you rather be on a moose hunt with a wrist rocket or a bear hunt with a throwing knife? Hmm. And you have to try to kill the animal. I know very little about killing things. (laughs) (laughs) You have to choose one. I feel like the bear is more deadly than the moose. Um, so just get it over with. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, take me. I'm gonna go moose hunt. Yeah. Moose hunt. All right. Just, I, I think I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking moose hunt too Bears because I can go in a different direction. True. And you know, Faster if I, if I than the moose, well, maybe. yeah. I mean, at least I could hide behind a tree. I mean, a bear is. Have you ever? I mean, I watched The Revenant, and that yeah. that yeah. that scared me. I'll never. I don't ever want to see a bear again the rest of my life. Ever. Talk about don't wanting to be ne- starved to death yeah. watching a movie. Yeah. Was that ever going to end? That one. Like, Academy I did not watch it. It, You didn't miss. Oh, it. you didn't miss did anything. Not miss anything. Don't but don't it was. It come was on. awesome. Oh, it was <laughs> ridiculous. So, see, so wrist rocket or throwing knife? We got I too much medical training. No, you I, I'm going to go with the moose because, yeah, bears can climb, swim, right. run better than I can. I just I've heard never. all my life, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. So yeah. I'd, I'd have to try to throw a knife. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I would. All right. I just don't ever need to be in the wild. I know that. I, I'm, in, I'm not suited for survival situations. <laughs> I already know that. Would you rather live in Hawaii Yes. with a skin <laughs> rash? That cannot tolerate the sun. Oh. Or live in Alaska, that the rash is only kept in check by the sun. Oh. So in Alaska, you have oh. to stay outdoors. I'm a, I'm in Hawaii, full you have to on Alaska. Okay. Full on Alaska. I'm, I'm Hawaii. Windows open. All right. That's fine. All right. Still paradise. Those are great. Aren't they good? They are good. Did you look those up? No. Good. No, I love them. Say again. It's like dark six months out of a year in Alaska, so I'd have to go with Hawaii. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Last one. You can find a Drive a spot. Prius. <laughs> Never. This is no offense Never. to Prius drivers. We have a few here at the church. Never. Drive a Prius or work on a four-wheel drive perpetually. Never. <laughs> Never drive a Prius. I'd All walk. Right. All right. So there you go. 
That was my. That is. Those were amazing. Those were the best ones yet. I love that. I'm gonna say drive a Prius. I don't. Don't okay. judge me. Although we did I get invited. I cannot forgive you for that, and we <laughs> are no longer friends. It has to have a coexist sticker on. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. We got invited to a party, and the first thought in my mind was, when we pull up, there's gonna be Priuses parked everywhere. I already know it. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was bumper right. sticker can alone cause me to need counseling. <laughs> I go into a rant every time I see one. Coexist. There, there's some great anti ones now, though. That, like, say, like, stupidity, and it's got so much stuff. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> All right. stickers are great. Okay. We move on. Potluck now. number three. Yes. Todd, you're up. And we've got 15. I'm, oh. I'm, try, I'm trying to, I'm 50-50 in right now. I had two, and I can't, I'm trying to figure out if I want to, Trump, Tom, or if, I, or if I just want to go the easy road. I didn't read my fourth yeah. one. So. Wait, can I just? Somebody texted. No. I, I missed Let's these. I apologize. Somebody said that bears are hard to kill even with a gun. True. <laughs> they, they True are. That. True. They are. To, I to think digress. It would be a suicide mission. I don't have a desire to kill a bear, particularly or any animal for that matter. Not against hunting. I, Nobody no, freak no, out. No. But yeah, I'm with you. Um, but then somebody said we were talking about forgiveness. You can forgive unconditionally, but you don't have to trust unconditionally. Amen. That's good. Ooh, that's I good. wish that I would have read that at the time. I like that. I, uh, we were brainstorming at a restaurant today with Brad and Benjamin and Molly and I uh, and Todd and, uh, about the solar eclipse. And somehow we came up with a squirrel on roasted a on a stick. Yeah. That, that, that might sell. Yeah. I think I think squirrel think on a stick. It. I bought a squirrel on a stick at St. Clair, Missouri. Because <laughs> they're gonna be like, "This is oh, yeah. it's, it's like a, it's like a turkey leg. It's six flags. We'll make it sound like a tradition. It's like this. We eat this all the time. Have you had your squirrel yet? <laughs> Did you get your squirrel yet? This was breathing ten minutes ago. Nothing more organic here. than that. <laughs> and then somebody said roadkill. I said, "No, that's an upcharge. <laughs> yeah, we charge ten dollars more for a. F this is genuine." No, what is that stuff that they put? GMO. Organic. Yeah, this it's organic. 100% organic roadkill possum. Awesome. I love it. Like, this was alive 10 minutes ago. It doesn't get any fresher <laughs> than that. I'm telling you. It's yes, good. this it's is the church you guys just became members yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. yeah, welcome to Bethel. <laughs> um, all right, so here's, here's mine. Revival. What is it? Is it possible? Are we there? We are not there, in my most humble opinion. Is it possible? Absolutely. And what was the first one? What, what is it? it to you? What? Because because that I, I've heard this term revival. Yeah. My whole Christian life, and it's it's always it's always a, a future thing. Yeah. It's always something that we're striving for, and it's always something that has happened, and yet no one ever quantifies. Yeah. What revival looks like other than this mystical, mystical future right. thing. Right. So, I, I mean, I can't be the only one, and maybe right. I am, and it was my topic. So if that's the case, we're going to talk about that's it. Right. So, Are we close? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so that, 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 well, that's kind of where I, I, I wonder, and I've, I've started thinking more and more. Let, let's go with, with your, let's get the panel discussion. All right. So I'm, I'm just going to give you, it, it, first of all, you need to understand this, that when I surrendered to preach, I surrendered with the burden of revival among our BMA churches. That hasn't happened yet, but, but I did surrender to that particular burden as well as to the gospel ministry as a whole. And I thought I was going to be a revival preacher. I did. I thought I was going to travel the nation preaching revivals. I wanted to. God did not open that door. 
So I have looked into this subject quite a bit. You know, it may be one of those things, I don't know what you guys' mother or dad told you if you ever asked them the question, how will I know when I found the person I'm supposed to marry? But my mother gave me that classic answer, you'll, you'll know. just know. You'll yeah. know. You yeah. know, and I'm like, that doesn't help at all. You know, I want Thank formula. you for the specifics. Yeah, thank you, Mom. Yeah, you're brilliant. But anyway, <laughs> and she I really hope, is. I Here. hope she listens to this, yeah, too. Me, too. I'm going to make sure she does. Because <clears throat> she was right. I knew. When I met Dawn, yeah. I knew. So I think we'll know when it happens. So if some, but so I guess that that's my question, is if I said that we were, how could you dispute it with me? If I said that we are actually right now in the United States in a state of revival based off of... Well, because I do have a definition of what revival is. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's what I'm looking for. 24-hour God consciousness hmm. where you are seeking God... 24-7, and, and obviously I'm not saying that you don't sleep, but your every waking moment, you are concerned about what God thinks about you. Uh, one person put it this way, uh, what, what is the fear of God? The fear of God is an understanding that God is judging every word, thought, action, and deed. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I believe that's the same as God consciousness. I go back to when I uh, let go of rock and roll music. And the only way that I could do that was to achieve, if you will, that 24-hour God consciousness. Um, you know, the, the bringing every thought into captivity, so on and so forth. And, um, I'm, and again, I'm not saying it's not sinlessness. I don't believe that's possible on this side of eternity. Um, I don't believe it's a holier than thou. I don't believe you're going to become some spiritual Joe. I believe it's just a, an innate. And we all have experienced times of that, you know. <clears throat> so has there ever been, a, an, has there ever been revival? It, oh, in, most in, definitely. Most definitely. When you, when you look in the Old Testament, Josiah. Okay. But I'm, I'm talking in modern times. Yes. The Great uh, Awakening. The Great Awakening by yeah. Edward. So would you say that. Jonathan Edwards. Yes, okay. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm saying Sinners that yes. in the hands of an angry guy. All right, so would you say that that time, that time frame, and I, and I know that I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint you to, sure. a, to a, a quantification of the abstract, so to speak. There were a lot of people that had a God consciousness. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yes. Okay, so yes. it was a, a set number of people who did, Yeah. and then there were other people that they were trying to reach through this... Revival. Yeah, and, and I think that you can have pockets of revival without having an entire nation having revival. Yeah. You know, I, I dare say that there's some churches right now that are experiencing revival. Um, and that was going to be my question is yeah. that when you said that about being a revival preacher, we've got all these preachers that are revival preachers, mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure that you're familiar with several of them mm -hmm. that are in the, the BMA work, and they're going out and they're, they're revival, they're revival preachers. And yet, mm -hmm. in the 30-something years that you've been in ministry or seen, you know, ministry happening through school and, and then being involved with the churches that you've been involved with, we still have not achieved that definition. So I just wonder, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm digging into revival more and more as I've heard you talk about sure. it, Gavin it, digging in. Is so. it something you achieve or is it something you earn? 
Oh, I see. I have a problem with the word earn. I don't like that word. So I, it may be, but if it is, I'm not going to get there because <laughs> well, I struggle with the word earn anything. And, and the, the, you know, I, I've heard a lot of revival preachers say that we're not waiting on God. God is waiting on us. Sure. Right. You know, um, w- when we get ready to truly experience revival, we, we will experience it because we will seek it until <clears throat> it happens. Um, That's something I heard before, like when the stock market was crashing a couple years ago and all that. There was parts of me that wish it would have kept going and kept going and kept going because a nation truly will not find God till they are on their knees. No doubt. And when the stock market was at its lowest point, I was still buying $6 Starbucks coffees. You know, it's like we don't. Center. Yeah, yeah. So caffeine, <laughs> <laughs> double shot espresso. I'm, I'm literally going to take a picture of every caffeinated beverage that I drink for the next 30 days and send it. it to you. My I phone do doesn't take it. pictures. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> safe. I'll take pictures of Tom's drinks and send them <laughs> to you. Somebody said, "Could the eclipse be the start of revival?" What do you think? <laughs> Forty thousand people. Forty thousand people all at the same time going to start hey, revival yeah. in St. Clair. Think, think about it. Yeah, there you there's go. They go back home, revived. Uh, yeah. I think a squirrel on a stick would do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good blue. I'm a squirrel on a stick, bluegrass music, and a car show. I mean that that is Gavin's got to That's got to be the three step process. Yeah, three step process for revival in America. Well, there's no tractor pull in there. So oh, oh but, we are, but we are having a burn off. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> Oh, and you wonder why stereotypes are so easy to I come know, by. I know. So, uh, so they said, so what if we started a rumor? We talked about it enough. Maybe it would just come. A rumor for like what? The revival? revival? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I like that. God works in mysterious hey, ways. Hey, you know, I heard a guy say this. And he was it was a particular <clears> preacher. But every, and he came, you know, dad had, he loved him. So he had him like every other year. So every time he would come, he would say, when someone asks you how many you had at your church, just tell them under a thousand. We had yeah. under a thousand, and there that's you accurate. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, in a church of two hundred at that time, if you said we had under a thousand, that's eight hundred people that you know wow. you don't normally have. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, you got anything closing? No. Yeah. There's no. Been, yeah. There's been moments <laughs> in my life that this church. I've texted you before that I, I praised you for being our pastor. I love you being our pastor, and I said you don't feel called to be a revival preacher. I said, but you preach at a revival church. Amen. And I've thought, I felt that in these walls before that I thought the nails were coming out of the roof. Amen. I started writing a poem, The Nails Are Loose on the Roof of Revival. And my daughter come in later at my desk, and she wrote on it, well, you need to fix it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. get off my desk for a while. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, there's it been is. times that I've been so right with God that I'm like just praying. Right now, I wish Todd and Ben and Taryn, uh, if they're doing the same thing right now, I'm going to walk in tomorrow, and it's revival, you know? And it's like... You walk in the next day and something's and then, grumpy. And, and that so really, it's like, that's, that's my question, or that's my, the, the, the pondering of my count, need and needing of counseling mine is, is it not that? Is, you know, for, for me, this, this search or this drive for something that is, is maybe not achievable, that everyone at the same time has that awareness of God, but at, at times, that as a body, we share in that, and that oh. as we go through life, and like I think that that's a fantastic way to describe it, is that we we are a revival church, and we we live in a perpetual state of revival. In that, it may not always be me because I'm going to hit those low points, but the great thing about it is, is that the the body that we have here, the family that we have here, is 
there's somebody there that when I am there, and I, I maybe have you know, fallen off the, the, the wagon in one point, there's somebody there to walk by and go, hey, come here. And they'll stick their hand out. And it's because they're, right. in this, they're in this place that is almost undescribable. And I may have been there three months ago right. and done it for someone else. And it's so amazing to me. And, and that's what... That, I think that that's what my book is going to be. And we've be. all I'm, felt I'm, that moment. All yeah, yes. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, well, and I was thinking when you were describing um, when you're in a perpetual state of God awareness and you're taking captive every thought right. and you're living in forgiveness and you're really in the word and you're praying. I mean, when you're in it, all those other things don't matter. And it's so nice when you're there and it's such like, yes, this is how God has meant it to be. Because yeah. right. all those other things the cares of the world, if you will, that seem so huge and mountainous to us really don't matter. Right. It just pales like the turn and, your and, eyes upon and Jesus my, and look my question full in his is, wonderful is, face. And is then, it acceptable to claim to be a Christian, a Christ follower, and that not be your standard of daily living? I mean, I'm not saying that I'm there every day. But I do strive for it. I know that. I like it better when I'm there absolutely. than when I'm not and there. So if, and, the and I know the do, difference. And that yeah, is right, right, and, right, right. And, and all of a sudden, That's hey, our, our standard of living as Christians, as a family of a body that believes in being a Christ follower is a 100% awareness. Now, yeah, am I going to mess up? Sure I am. Absolutely. I mess up every day. Every day. There, every single day, probably every minute of every hour of every day. But with that being said, I really genuinely desire for God to judge everything and say, no, get rid of that. And to have that, that peace of mind that you talk about, you know, having. So I, I hope that I hope for me personally that that's not, I haven't, I haven't pushed it off on something right. else. To use that as a, well, when we get there, right. I'll be that. How you know? sweet was that moment you first believed? Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, I go back to that night that we were here and, and we gave the gift cards to Joy. Yeah. And then Joy said, gave well, if, if they're, they're mine to give, I'm going to give them all away. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, to me, that's revival. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then she gave hers to Layla and Layla gave hers away. Right? Yeah. You know? And then Benjamin gave his away. And, and let me tell you, and, and I, I honestly, and, and this, I'll, I'll, deal with the, I'll, I'll deal with the consequences, but yeah. here, here's what I'm going to tell you, is the people that come to this church are as genuine a people as you can find. Brad and I were having, and please, please, and I know this is being recorded, we were having a very off-the-cuff conversation about building a church. It was, it was just an impromptu, we just had a conversation standing right here. I mean, literally, right here. We were right in the front of the church, right here. We were talking about building a church. And I said, Brad, do you, do you think it'll ever happen? And he said, Todd, I'll sell my house to help it happen. Amen. And, and, I, and I literally, I was like, what? And he, <laughs> yeah, what? He looked me square in the face with as serious of a look as he could possibly look. And the first thing that I remembered was a, a, a message that I heard about how the disciples, or the apostles in the Old Barnabas. Testament. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. They said, you know what? The cause is worthy of anything that I own. Mm-hmm. Sell it all and give it all. And, mm-hmm. I, and I mean, that, that's cool. And I thought, you know what? That was revival today. Yeah. You know, that, that, it, it, that, that lifestyle. That's of, revival. We have a body of people <laughs> that maybe not everybody is at a place where they can do that. Right. But I think that there's something that they're willing to say that about. There's something. There were, there were people who gave in service during the Easter walk. They, there were other things that they could have been doing. You bet. There were things that they sacrificed to give in service that was, it was amazing to me. And that was really when this whole thing came up. Was I, I watched a couple of people who didn't have the time to give but gave it. And that mm-hmm. was 
It was impactful to me, and I, and I appreciate that. And so That's it got me stuff. thinking about it. So that was it. That was my thing. So on a, to follow up with that, cool. the, we, we signed for the property yesterday. So yeah, amen. We, we own 18 acres. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I got a Starbucks coffee out of it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, just saying. Just saying. Right. <laughs> okay, hey, do we have a minute? No. no. <laughs> we have a literally one minute. One minute, minute oh. and I'm starting the clock, 7.59. So, text it in. Okay, so today, Starbucks, they big celebrated. 116 people in a row passed it on, passed it on. Oh, wow. But it's fake. Because with the person in the car didn't want to do it, the kid at the window paid for the next person's oh, coffee. Oh, I see. That's ah, not real. You can't do that. No. That's not real. That's they, fake coffee. It's yeah, fake that's that's fake generosity. There fake you go. Generosity. That's not. That's not. And it made the news. I was upset. Yeah. Sorry. Well, there's been worse things. <laughs> yes. So I am interested if you guys liked this approach because trust me, I could get everybody to sign on to this approach. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> but I, don't get us wrong. We enjoy preparing. Uh, and such, but this this was refreshing to me tonight. Oh, it was good. It's good. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Yep. I'll see you all in a Love couple you. weeks. Have a good week. See y'all. Thanks. See you Sunday. Thank you.